0: This is a message from Dr. Matt Brown, a board-certified hand and plastic surgeon that was in Midland Memorial Hospital on the day of August 31st. Well, it's been a little over 24 hours since the world seemed a little out of sorts in Midland. I have had a variety of emotions and feelings over this period with exhaustion clouding it all. I was involved in the care of victims of the shooting. My first sentiment is awe. Awe in the magnitude of the tragedy and the loss of those victims who have died or been injured. Awe in the capacity of healthcare workers and first responders to show up and give. Policemen and policewomen who went into dangerous situations as they tracked down this deranged person. Texts, nurses, doctors who came to the hospitals when the details of, shoot- of the shooter were unknown. When fear was present, but came because they were needed. My second sentiment is gratitude. Gratitude for the training I received. Gratitude to the operating room, staff, anesthesiologists that worked with me so well into the early morning to help me repair damaged limbs. Hashtag Midland Memorial Hospital proud. Gratitude to my wife and in-laws who kept our children safe at home. Lastly, it's peace. Peace in knowing that I live in a place that will not be counted by fear because of the resiliency of its people. Peace in knowing that although this is a broken world with broken people, there is a God who is peace. Continued prayers for the families and victims. That was Dr. Matt Brown. Um, He is a hand and plastic surgeon, and he's actually the son-in-law of some really great uh, supporters at centers and previous board members. Yes.
1: And if this is your first time hearing our podcast, we have a podcast called Center Solutions, which is a collaboration with the Recording Library of West Texas and Centers for Children and Families, which are two great local nonprofits. And the goal of our podcast is to bring awareness to mental health. So we felt that it was appropriate to offer this episode to the community and have Christy offer some free, helpful advice on how to deal with this situation. Unfortunately, I wish we never had to do an episode like this. Still very fresh on all of our minds. This is technically the first day back at work into a somewhat normal routine, and we're still mourning as a community. I'm still processing it. I think everyone's still processing it. Um, We've got Christy Edwards, who is a therapist at Centers and also the executive director and Melanie, who is the marketing and development director at Centers. And I'm Bailey with the Recording Library of West Texas. Midland and Odessa is a very strong community and we will get through this together. But right now, it's still so new and fresh that it's okay to still feel sad. It's okay to still feel angry. Or whatever emotions you're feeling, it's okay. Christy, I know that you've been extremely busy offering your services to the community. Can you take us through the weekend? What's been going on?
2: I, I spent, um, Sunday and Monday and most of the day going into schools and then the hospitals and things, just talking to, to people about, you know, what they were feeling, where they were. I think overwhelmingly people are still in shock. It's, um, it's hard to, you know, start naming your emotions whenever you are numb to your emotions. It's, you know, and, and I talked to a lady today who was a street away from where someone was shot and killed in their own backyard. And she's like, all, all I know is that I don't want to leave my house, you know, and so it, she's not even saying anger or, you know, fear or anything. It's just like, I just want to Hold my family close. Close the doors. Pull the covers over our heads, and not get right. out of here. So
0: it's not label. It's too early to label what too you early feel. It's mm-hmm. so at this point you just know you're a little more apprehensive walking around. Mm-hmm. It's sure. it's a different world that we live in,
1: even though it's the same. Our safety and well being was compromised mm-hmm. over the
2: weekend, mm-hmm. and it's it's okay to not know how you're feeling too. Absolutely. We're a little bit like um, teenagers who always say, well, that'll never happen to me. It only happens to somebody else, you know, but we're adults and we know bad things can happen. And yet we just felt like in this, our little part of the world that that was never going to visit us, Yeah. even though it's been, you know, in, in El Paso and Sulphur Springs and some of those places in Texas, we know it happens. But when it comes here, it just shakes your core of, Uh, all the things that you take for granted i'm safe here my family is safe here really bad things don't happen and now it has these were people that were just going about their everyday lives buying a car going out in the backyard to see what you heard driving down the road to go out to eat or to a movie delivering mail delivering Mm -hmm. mail absolutely so you know it's like okay so now i have to worry that everything i do could be the last thing I do. Those are some some of the thoughts that people might be having. So, you know, as quickly as we can, mental health care workers, clergy, just whoever is working with people need to get them back into a somewhat of a normal routine. It, it sounds, it's, it's counter to what we want to do. We want to stop and say something bad happened. I have to pay attention to it. I want other people to be aware of it. But in reality, we need to be getting our kids back into school. We need to be going back to work. We need to be going to the movie going out to eat because that's what makes us who we are
0: and that's what makes us heal it's Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable i can tell you i was out of town i was on on the lake my daughter is changing her spotify songs on the boat and is telling me mom there's an active shooter in midland and odessa right now it looks like there's several and you know you know how that was sounding? It just, when nobody really knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of for a minute going, What? I'm thinking, Oh, I don't know what you're looking at. That can't be right. You right. know, and it's yeah. that first initial denial. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I get up and we all start looking at our phones and we're going, Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it, it was just the most horrible thing. And then you feel like, Well, how do we enjoy the rest of our day even? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And you feel guilty about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, a board member that was at a Starbucks, and he witnessed a great deal of it, had his three-week-old baby in the car. I mean, just he will be forever scarred mm-hmm. by this experience. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah, and I I was a journalist for four years. So, of
1: course, that side of me, I followed it all weekend long. I think the last time I put down my phone was this morning, it felt like, just because You're right, Chrissy. It just hits home differently when it's your own community. Mm -hmm. And there's just so many unanswered questions that you want answered. And I think that's still fresh in everyone's mind. They're
2: just like, what? What happened? Well, and I think that we want to know every detail. When did he do this? Where did he go? How did he get away from there? And things like that. And what we're doing whenever we're finding out all those details is having that hardwired into our brain. So what we would prefer is that just people say, it's a horrible tragedy. You know, there were there were bad things that happened, but this is the good that came about it. Because you don't want that. Because that's whenever you have to go into those deeper therapies that you have to go and try to pull that out of that hardwired into your brain. to So you're not re-traumatized every time something happens. And, um, but guess what I was doing? I was looking at every, you know, Facebook feed, you know, anybody talking about it instead. And I know better than oh, to right, do yeah. that.
0: And as much as, you know, just being human, I think we're all kind of waiting to find out who it was, especially mm-hmm. because oh, we yes. live in such a small community. Right. There's Did we know chance. them? Right. We might know who it is. Mm-hmm. And then you find out you don't really know the name. But you're going down the rabbit hole of trying yeah. to find out more, like, we're all these private investigators, mm-hmm. you
2: know. Yeah. Well, you're easy. looking to see if they have a Facebook page or an Instagram sure. or if they have a, you know, a record or whatever. But, you know, it's. I think that's just, you know,
0: and how could somebody like that
2: be living amongst us and let's not know?
0: I think that's one of the things that is good to do is take a break from social mm-hmm. media. Definitely. Give yourself a minute because... There's, it's not just the information and the, oh, it's so much, and you feel for the people, and, and you get to hear their harrowing stories, but then also there's all the confrontation on yes. social media and oh, people yes. arguing, and then the political mm-hmm. side and the blaming and all of that just gets inside of your head and, cre- and creates its own space, and then that's when I think all of those other things start to mm-hmm. manifest. Mm-hmm. And
1: I think it's also important to realize that people process tragedy and events like this very differently. Sure. I mean, I have a communications degree, and I know that even sometimes people laugh in tragedy, and that's not them being insincere or rude. That's natural to them. And so I think that we need to step back for a little bit and remember that people process things very differently.
2: Well, and one thing to also remember besides that, Bailey, is whenever you're talking about people processing things, if people have had previous traumas, and they're re-traumatized. And, then, and it, then everybody's going, well, why are you acting so, you know, like, like that's such a big deal. You weren't involved but it's because they've been triggered. And so we've got to all be a little bit kinder and gentler to each other because we don't know the stories. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, the people that were laying face down in the field outside of synergy, if any of them had ever been in, you know, any in Afghanistan or Iraq or sure. any of those kind of things, that was a re-traumatization. For them, and that's just compounds layer on layer. I mean, it's bad enough that you're in that field and they you you were getting shot at, you know, because I did not know that that was what happened. But yes. they would, you know, they took mm-hmm. them out of the movie theater, laid them in the field, and then the guy comes driving by shooting at them. I right. feel like you're like the, the ducks at the fair, you mm-hmm. know, that they're just picking you off. And so, so,
0: some of those fam- families and children that were out there, they're mm-hmm. going to have, have yes. those experiences too, right? Later. Because it's going to take time. I mean, I can't Mm -hmm. imagine being in it when even just knowing that it happened, it makes me feel a little bit more hyper aware of my surroundings. Right.
1: I mean, let's be honest.
0: Are
1: are your senses not going to be
2: more heightened the next time you decide to go see a movie at Synergy? Yes. Just walking in. Now, you know, sometimes as adults, we can cognitively say, you know, that happened, it's not likely to happen again. So, but but you know, but if you're not, you know, if you're a child or if you're somebody that's not able to kind of have that war in your head, you're trying to do it because you think that you should. But your anxiety level is going up, and that is just not good because that brings all the other physiological things that goes with your anxiety level going up. So at this point, we're telling people get back to your normal routine as quickly as possible, but don't put yourself in situations just to test yourself.
1: God, that's a great right. tip. How would you tell a, a child about the situation? They're hearing it in the news. There's mm-hmm. no way they have not. Mm-hmm. And the, how, how do you begin as a parent to talk to your kids?
2: Well, I think it's going to depend on the age of the child. But, you know, at some point you just you're going to tell them, you know, bad things happen in, the, in this world, you know, and they've usually seen something on TV or they've known something that they, you know, can kind of understand that somebody was mean to someone else. You know, in this situation, someone that you know, we don't know what was going on, but his actions were mean towards someone else and it ended up some people, you know, dying. And then, which then leads you into the conversation about what death is, especially if they're younger. So I don't want to, you know, flood a child that's probably under the age of eight with a lot of information about it, but answer their questions. If they seem satisfied, don't keep giving them more information. Expect some uh, crawling into bed with you at night for a while because it's just it's a fearful thing. It happened in our city Mm -hmm. you know people that die here usually just it's uh, you know a a car wreck or you know somebody was sick it's not that they got killed right so you know expect some of those things there's there could be some regression you know like you know if if there's a child that has not been wetting the bed or something they might go back to that or if one had previously done self-soothing like sucking their thumb twisting their hair touching a blanket or whatever they might go back to that temporarily you know And, and the thing is if you find somebody that does not you know seem to be able to move beyond it, it might be time to call for professional help, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then what what we'll do is we'll get them in there and we'll help them uh, not only talk about it, but act that out, you know, like in the form of play therapy. Is that kind of the first step
1: is to just go through everything that happened? Just kind of recount the events, but, of course,
2: in a therapeutic way. Well, what we do is, you know, basically anybody that comes in, we just want to hear the story from their perspective. We don't have to know every detail. It's just kind of like, okay, it's a Saturday. What did you do when you first got up? What did you have for breakfast? You know, because we, we're trying to normalize, once again, normalize the day. We don't want this day to stand out forever. So you had breakfast and you guys decide to go to see the show. What made you choose that show? You know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then you just talk about them and then you, they will usually say, and then that's when the scary thing happened or that that's when my dad grabbed me or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then you just let them talk about what they felt and, you know, what they're feeling now. And then you just kind
1: of tell them, look, get back to your normal routine, start, Mm -hmm. do the things that you still love to do
2: you know, and once again, it depends on the age. And so you'll say, you know, like you're saying, the things that you love to do. So your, your mom tells me that you have soccer practice today. You know, you really like, I love soccer. Okay. How are you feeling about going to practice? Well, I'm afraid somebody might shoot at us. Okay. So, all right. So you could go home and I think your soccer coach would be okay with that. But if you really like soccer and you really want to go, how about, you know, let's, you know, do some deep breathing. Let's, you know, talk about when you get there, find out, you know, know where your mom or your dad is, where you would go with the and, you know, and then find out, you know, talk to your coach. Hey, coach, what if somebody came by? What would we do? You know, so we want to give them without making them hypersensitive. We want to empower them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what
1: can we do as adults to kind of just, like you said, make this event
2: not stick out in our timeline of mm-hmm. events in our life? Mm-hmm. Well, and this is going to be hard because, you know, not as far as I know, not anything like this. I mean, there was, the you know, a few years ago, there was a deputy sheriff that was murdered. Was, that's the thing that I, because that was very public and, you know, there was a lot of things. And then the people that were killed on the hunt for heroes on the, the train right, tracks. Accident, right. the, yeah. So there are going to be those things. Tragic that, events. Tragic yes. events that stick out. But what we want to do is just say, once again, cognitively, we say, Bad things happen. It's come to us. It's not the first time we've had to deal with something like that. And this is kind of how I handled that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and then you once once again, if you feel like you cannot get your feet back under you, if you knew someone or you witnessed something and you're having a you know, it's it's a little bit deeper ingrained, that's do not wait. I mean talk, you know, if, if you're a person of faith, talk to your pastor. Um, if you have a great support group, try talking to them. But if you feel like you're just not moving beyond that, that's when you need to come in for some cognitive behavioral therapy that trauma-informed therapies. And Centers has offered free counseling. Yes, that,
1: we have. this. So you guys, if anyone is struggling with trying to figure out how to deal, how to cope with this, um, we all are, of course, as a community. But like Christy said, if you... You just can't seem to get over it. And that is fine. Mm-hmm. Come in and see the counselors at centers or any of the other counseling services oh. that have offered. There's been a great outpour from the community yes, um, for services that have that are being offered. So please don't suffer. Take advantage of the nonprofits that we mm-hmm. have here who are offering services and the counseling services. Uh, you're not alone. So,
2: and I'm, I'm very proud of, uh, you know, you don't generally think of therapists as first responders, you know, but we're the people that are going to be with you longer term, right? If you continue, if you're re-traumatized or if, you know, you have some other problems, we're there forever. You're going to be able to come back and talk to us forever. Your first responders save lives and they are major of importance, but but we're going to be there with you. So I am I am thrilled to be a part of all the people that have stepped up to say, your mental health comes next, your physical health comes first, we're here. And there's just been a huge outpouring of that.
0: It's so important. And there's there are so many perspectives, just like the perspective of the surgeon. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not uh, – we usually think of our police officers and our, you know, amb- people in the ambulance that are there on the scene. But there's so much in the triage – Uh, Of the whole experience that goes on, and that includes the surgeons, that includes Mm -hmm. the nurses, that includes the counselors, that includes Mm -hmm. everybody that's on that level. And it just kind of expands. It goes on, and the teachers are going to have to deal with some of this. You know, kids are going to be a little concerned, I think, about going to school. Mm -hmm. So there's so much... That uh, makes us a part of that community Mm -hmm. that needs to be part of that whole care unit. Mm -hmm.
1: Right. And I'm proud to be a part of this community. And I'm thankful for all of our first responders who Mm -hmm. did a fantastic job, um, everyone involved. We would also like to offer our sincerest condolences to the victims and their families. You can contact Centers for Children and Families at 432-580-7006 in Odessa or 432-570-1084 in Midland, they have opened up a crisis hotline, which you can get to from either of those numbers. The location in Midland is 3701 Andrews Highway and 4241 Tanglewood Lane in Odessa. We encourage you to follow Center Solutions and both nonprofits on all social media platforms and SoundCloud to hear other episodes related to mental health.